Welcome to the Ishara's Reading Podcast, and I'm Ishara. Today we have some very special guests, Miss Patricia Tanumi Harja and Chi-Ho Payne. So they're the authors and illustrators of the book, Ramen for Everyone. Welcome! Thank you for joining us. Yes, we're very happy to be here, Ishara. So, let us get on with these questions, shall we? Miss Pat. I'm so happy. Miss <laughs> Pat, I love that your son yes. is the inspiration for this book. So, my first question is, what food-related family tradition did you have as a little girl? Ooh, that's a great question. So, when I was a little girl, um, there, you know, my mom was a fabulous cook, so she made food from scratch for us every single day and we had quite a few food traditions um one of the most one of my favorite is actually um lumpia goreng which means fried spring rolls so it's an indonesian uh, version of uh, fried spring rolls so that was actually one of the first things that I learned to make in the kitchen. So my mom would make the filling. And, you know, after she taught me how to roll the spring rolls the very first time, that was actually my job. That became my job every time she made them. So that's one family tradition that I have actually incorporated into my own family. And I taught that very same dish to my son, unfortunately, he hasn't taken to it as much as I did as a kid. <laughs> it's not one of his favorite things. I saw in the Instagram post that ramen was his favorite. Oh, yes, that is very true. Ramen is definitely his favorite dish. Every time we want to go out to eat, we'll ask him, so what would you like to have for dinner today? And he'll be like, ramen, ramen, ramen. <laughs> Either that or sushi. So. The ramen sounds tasty. Mm-hmm. It is very tasty. And the spring rolls? Oh, I love spring rolls. Have you ever tried a chicken egg roll? It's the same thing, but with chicken instead of veggies. It's Yes, I have had chicken uh, egg rolls as well, so. Miss Shiho, this question's for you. The illustrations in this book are awesome. My favorite scene is when Hiro and his dad are sitting on the floor and they're talking. When Hiro's very upset and feels like he's a terrible cook. But when his dad says, ramen doesn't have to be perfect, he just has to make it his own way. So, Miss Shiho, what inspired you to be an illustrator? Oh, that's a great question, and thank you for reading the book. Um, I read a children's book as a kid all the time. Um, that was my playtime. Um, that was my before-bedtime routine. So reading the books uh, really made me want to do um, pursue that as a career and a job. I also um, drew a lot to communicate with friends. Um because English was not my first language. So by drawing, I could kind of say, okay, this is what I'm feeling, or this is what I want, or, you know, it it was a tool for communication. So those are the two things that helped me kind of want to be an illustrator. 
Miss Shiho, I actually have a follow-up. Which of the characters in the book resembles someone in real life? Oh. From from the, the ramen for everyone. Yes. Um resembles the character from real life. I think um the the kind of the characteristic of heroes kind of reminds me of my daughter. Uh, she's kind of a perfectionist. Um, and, you know, when she has one thing um, set on her mind, she's kind of like want to do it perfectly. And, you know, kind of like hero when it doesn't go her way. Um, it takes a while for her to kind of um, settle down and kind of figure out how to, um, be flexible. So that part definitely um, is very similar to my daughter. And that's how I kind of related to um, this book uh, initially when I saw, uh, read um, Pat's story. So yeah, I hope that answers your question. <laughs> that, mm, the connection, it sounds very similar. Like, but I feel like nobody's perfect. Only the one true God is perfect. That's it. But nobody else is perfect. We make mistakes. All of us do. So mm -hmm. sometimes people just want to do this thing so badly. Just so badly the way they want it. But actually, it just doesn't turn out right. But then they realize, hey, I can make, I could still make this special. I could still save it. And then they just realize nobody's perfect. Yep, that's exactly right. Yep. <laughs> Do you ever feel that way? I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, sometimes. Not a lot. Yeah. Because I know nobody's perfect. So it, I don't <laughs> usually feel like that. Oh, that's so cool. I love it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> oh, nobody's perfect. That's perfect. <laughs> that's hard. <laughs> Miss Pat, I also have a follow-up for you. I feel that yes. Hero is his own antagonist because he puts so much pressure on himself to make the perfect bowl of ramen. What advice would you give kids who are struggling just to be perfect? Well, um, my first piece of advice would be exactly what you just said just now. It's like, nobody is perfect. So you shouldn't put so much pressure on yourself, you know, and, um, and besides, if you're trying to do something for the very first time, it's, it's really hard to do it right or to do it the way that, or to have a result that, uh, is what you want it to be. And, you know, always practice, just keep practicing. And even though you practice many, many times, it still may not turn out perfect, but it just might be perfect for you or for whoever. Let's say if you're making, you're making a dish just like Hero is, you know, it could be perfect for the person that you want to serve. So, yeah, just be patient, take your time and do your best. That's, I agree, because literally, I'm very young, I'm seven years old, and I'm learning the hardest jump in ice skating, the axle. 
Which mm, means that is to... a very difficult move. So, which means I have to keep practicing and practicing and be patient. But sometimes the thing about me is, my coach points out, but I keep forgetting is I like to rush. I want to get to this one move as quickly as possible. But then he, I, he has to calm me down and says, slow down. Because in my group lesson, my coach was telling me slow down on my backspin. I was going too fast and you couldn't count how many rotations I was making the spin. So he had to say slow down. And then I slowed down and I kind of made it. So really, you. so really you are right. You do have to slow down and take time. Because nobody's gonna, nothing's gonna be perfect at the first try. Very true. This is the last question. This one's for all of us. Okay. What is your perfect bubble robin? What does yours look like? After you say yours, I'll explain what mine looks like. Okay, who do you want to go first? Oh my goodness. Um. Okay, so my perfect bowl of ramen will have the chashu pork, um, bean sprout, uh, Let's see, um, onions, um, really yellow, um, not curly, but stringy um, uh, noodles, and then miso base. I think I have to have those. Maybe corn as well. Okay. What about you, Pat? <laughs> so my perfect bowl of ramen would have shio broth, which is a salt-based broth, and it would be topped with chashu pork of course, um, with a marinated egg with some menma, which is marinated bamboo shoots, and some uh, nori, or maybe even some um, uh, wakame, which is a different type of sea vegetable. So that would be my favorite, oh, my perfect bowl of ramen. So, well, and Ishara, what, you, what is your favorite? Okay, so I have a lot of them, but my main favorite is when you slug. It has spinach, smoked turkey, and a very flavorful broth and soft, stringy noodles. So you have to, but I'm very picky about how the spinach is. Don't want it too big, so it just is like basically a layer of spinach. I need it very fine, like almost as little as seasoning. With the mm-hmm. noodles soft and springy. Yes, with noodles soft and springy, like your earlobe, right? <laughs> that's, the, that's one of the funny parts. I don't really think of earlobe when I think of food. <laughs> that's true, too. Yeah. So is that a homemade bowl of ramen, or is that a ramen no. at a restaurant? Nope. Homemade. Somewhere in the D.C. area. Homemade. Hmm? homemade. Homemade? Gotcha. You keep listening, because I'm also going to read ramen for everyone that they illustrated and wrote. And that was a very delicious interview. Get it? Delicious? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you so much. That was so much fun. That was so good. It's so organized. Yeah. You're welcome. Big questions. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. That was a great interview with Miss 
Patricia Tanumi Harja and Miss She Hope Pate. So I love doing interviews because sometimes you wonder what do people want to write. So like, it's like you make your own characters up, and it's such a nice story. So when you open up the book, you meet the main character, Hero. It's this adorable little boy. He is a little brother of a sister. Hero is so cute, like the most adorable little boy you would always want to have. And also, he has a mouthful of yummy ramen. Hero loves ramen with noro seaweed, briny like the ocean. With not a mago egg, the yolk. Golden like the sun, with chashu pork, so tender it melts in your mouth. Most of all, Hero wants to make the perfect bowl of ramen. Yum! That sounds tasty. I'm just hungry looking at this book. Just like his dad, and his dad's dad before that. Every Sunday, Hero's dad makes ramen for dinner. That's about three generations. They made ramen like that. Oof, that just makes me hungry thinking about it. There's a lot of the pictures on the wall, oh, on in their house because I think before they they owned a restaurant. There's a picture of his dad making ramen when he was young. There's a picture of when he was born. And there's a picture of when he was, I think, a toddler or a three-year-old, whichever one. He was eating a bowl of ramen. The I think the grandpa fed him ramen, gave the hero when he was young ramen, and he liked it. And it looks like he's making a big mess, but enjoying it. At least he's eating his food, right? Back to the book. When I was growing up in Hawaii, I watched Grandpa make ramen too," says Dad. "That's how I learned. First, Dad chops, chop, chop, chop. Then simmers, then seasons. Grandpa's secret to rich, flavorful broth is patience," says Hero. Then Dad mixes, mix, mix, mix. Kiro's <coughs> coughing because all the flour. Then slices, slice, slice, slice. Then dips. Grandpa says the noodle should be soft and springy, just like your earlobe. Finally, Dad shreds, shred, shred, shred. Then steeps the egg, then stews. And to finish, a choice of topics for everyone, because you can't argue with the taste," says Hero. Everybody's eating with chopsticks. It looks like Hero has a blob of noodles in his mouth, sloshing around. It looks like their dog. I read his name is Sushi. Is looking at the ramen like he wants some. Hero has been studying. Dad's technique for some time. When his seventh birthday comes, Hero decides he's ready. I'm a big boy now.
I'm going to make the perfect bowl of ramen, says Hiro. The next day, Hiro studies his notes. That's ramen noodles like your earlobe. Touch and try. Hot. Be careful of boiling water. Cut the noodles straight down. Dust with flour. Hiro puts on his apron. And rolls up his sleeves. Let's make some ramen. Yes, sir. Says the dad. I think the dad's scared because I see Hiro stamped his arms at the table, and the dad's like, "Um,、uh, he's speaking like he's confident about this, but I don't really know if he is." Broth, rich and flavorful. Hero makes that face, which like it's not good. Let's make the noodles. Says Hero. Noodles, soft and springy. Fuck, thump, bump, squish. I, you got this, says his dad. I guess we make the toppings now. But but the seaweed crumbles. The egg slips through his fingers. The pork falls apart, and there's no toppings for anyone. The broth is bland. The noodles are soggy, and now the toppings are unfit to eat. Dinner's ruined. Hero rips off his apron and throws everything in the trash. Oh, my ramen's horrible. It isn't perfect like yours. Ramen doesn't have to be perfect, says Dad. Mom and Mia are. Happy you are making dinner for them. I bet you could still make their ramen special. That's it. Hero has an idea. Maybe he could save dinner after all. Hero tells Dad his plan, and they get to work. So in the lower page, it shows, and when in he's speaking to the dad, he's whispering to the dad his plan. So the dad's stepping him through the steps to make the wrong, and then in the next scene, it shows the dad tasting the noodles. Some super special toppings coming right up, says Hero. Hero brings out big bowls of piping hot ramen, cheesy ramen. How clever, says his mom. I love Asian pears. Says his sister Mia. I just noticed sushi is. It looks like some of the ramen maybe fell on the floor, and sushi made up. Ate it. Dad, I know how much you like Hawaiian pizza. This bowl is bombing, Barbie. Says his dad. Hero can't make broth that's rich and flavorful yet. Or noodles that are soft and springy yet, but now he knows how to make perfect bowls of ramen for mom, Mia, Sushi, and Dad. The end. Did you love this book? Because I love it too. It's making me hungry. I'm just telling the truth. It does make me hungry because it's about food.
What lessons did you learn from this book? And by the way, nobody's perfect. You're imperfectly perfect for yourself. Hero was trying to make something special for his family. So, like, if you, so it's always nice to have a friend or a family member around, or just anybody, just to encourage you, because. Some people just want to be so perfect; they just forget that nobody is perfect. He, Hero was trying to make something perfect, like his dad, and he's not his dad; he's himself. So always remember, you are you; they are they. So you do what you want to do, because Hero had to learn that it's not it's not perfection. That matters. It's what you do, and what you think about the person matters. So that is one of the lessons learned. So when you're a kid, you don't usually get opportunities, but if you do, take them, use them, because Hero took an opportunity to make his family happy by doing something beautiful, even though he was putting so much pressure on himself. Hero was following his family tradition of making a bowl of ramen. Maybe other family traditions, maybe a more family, and you should try your best to do it because it just it makes the people like your family or friends happy. Maybe it may be something else, but literally, it's gonna be a happy thing to do for the people you love. So, if you want to make something for your family, go ahead and try your best. And if it's very complicated, ask for a grown-up's approval and help. Because if it's a family tradition that's super duper complicated, more complicated than a peanut butter jelly sandwich or a bowl of piping hot ramen, which is probably dangerous if you spill it on yourself, because don't want to get burns. So. Yeah, if it's complicated, ask for a grown-up's approval and help, cause the grown-up knows it best. And that is today's episode. Thank you for listening to the Shara's Reading Podcast. Don't forget to like, review, and smash that subscribe button. Also, leave comments about your family traditions, and and if you want to do something for your family, do it. Just. Do it. Bye bye.